Hello, everyone, and welcome to a bonus episode of the Forza Athletics podcast. I'm your host, Charles Inferna. We're at Forza Athletics. We coach and mentor high school, collegiate, post-collegiate throwers with a specific focus on the shot put, discus, weight throw, and hammer, and the occasional javelin thrower as well. Now, for this bonus episode today, um, somebody reached out to me via Twitter uh, after I asked, um, after our first episode, Uh, posted uh, what other topics people might be interested in learning more about or uh, hearing me talk more about. And one of the pieces that came up uh, was recruiting. Um, So all the the individuals said was recruiting. So I'm just going to talk a little bit about uh, recruiting from my perspective uh, at the Division III level. Uh, I've never coached at the Division I or Division II level. And I've never coached any high school athletes up until this point uh, that were transitioning to um, college. So as far as uh, that perspective, uh, I don't have uh, as much as I would like. So these are just general thoughts. These are going to be more so tips for uh, parents or adults uh, that are working with these high-level athletes, uh, specifically um, recruiting for Uh, the collegiate level or how you might make the decision to attend one particular college over the other. So let's say, for example, for this episode, um, we'll we'll focus on track and field. And for the sake of argument, the athlete is going to be a senior in high school. So starting in September, they're going to be a senior. uh, And there's a 99.9% chance that they're going to be offered uh, scholarships for multiple Division One and Division Two universities, like say, just for the sake of argument. So all things being equal, um, there's a scholarship in hand. So tuition, room and board, things of that nature um, shouldn't play uh, a role in this particular decision of which college might be the best one to attend. Just for the sake, just for the sake of argument. So these are in no particular order, uh, but I spent some time the last couple of days thinking about, you know, f- uh, for myself, let's say in 14 years, when my oldest is 18, and it, he might be at the level where he's being recruited for a particular sport, let's say track and field, for example, you know, what are some things that I might be looking for um, in, in assisting him in making that decision? So I have a couple of things here that are in no particular order. Uh, just my thoughts on on the recruiting process from this perspective. So the first thing I might be interested in uh, learning more about or um, having more background knowledge is what's the coach's current situation? So for example, let's say for for a thrower. So we're a thrower. We're going to be going to to a major university or maybe not a major university, but still being offered a scholarship. Uh, what's the current coaching situation like? So if I'm a thrower, um, is my event specific coach, my throwing coach, you know, what are his or her past experiences? Uh, you know, how long have they been coaching at the, at that particular college or university? What are their previous athlete successes? Uh, so we've kind of talked about that a little bit. So with, with that situation, uh, you know, if the coach has uh, been coaching for 20 years, you know, in that 20 years, has they have they coached um, twenty All Americans, ten All Americans, five All Americans, one? 
have they never coached an All-American before? Um, have they coached conference champions? Uh, you, you're going to have to make the decision on what is good enough for you as far as previous athlete successes. I don't think that's anything that uh, myself or maybe other people who might be trying to uh, steer you in a particular direction uh, are going to be an- uh, be able to answer for you. What do you think is is a good enough uh, previous athlete success that makes you feel comfortable with that specific coach? Now, does that coach have previous competitive experience? So if you're going into a situation where the coach has only been there for five years, um, but they uh, competed at the world-class level, let's say in the shot put or discus, uh, is that going to play a role in making the decision to attend that particular college or not? So their previous competitive experience, for example, let's say we have a world-class shot putter who's thrown 20 meters uh, and they've competed uh, globally in the shot put for the U.S., um, but they've only been at that particular college or university three or five years. Maybe they haven't had the opportunity to have previous athlete successes. Uh, maybe they haven't recruited the athletes that they're interested in or that they want to have or that fits their mold of what a Division One or two um, thrower is going to be like. So that's something to keep in, in, the, uh, in mind as well. What are their previous competitive experiences? Now, if this is someone who threw, let's say, in the 70s or 80s, and they have 25 years of experience, uh, and they've coached um, you know, 25 All-Americans or conference champions, it's going to be a little different, obviously. Um, their previous competing or competitive experience, if they did compete in the 70s or 80s or even the 90s. And then another one uh, that might be often overlooked is the personality. Like how well do you mesh or gel or get along with uh, that specific coach? So if you've made a visit or two unofficially, or if it's later on in the in the school year and you and you're making your official visits, you know how well do you get along with this person? Um, if this person is going to be working with you, you know, ten to twenty hours a week, um, do you have things in common? Do you feel comfortable with them? In regards to their personality, is that somebody that you think you can spend uh, that amount of time with and also be successful? You know, do you think that they're going to help you meet your goals? Uh, goal setting, is that something that you talk about in your um, recruiting visits? For example, well, like I said, I, I was uh, an average high school thrower. Um, goal setting was not anything uh, that was discussed at any of the uh, recruiting visits that I went on. Granted, they were only Division three institutions. Uh, the focus there was more on major uh, and how far away I was willing to live from home. Uh, but goal setting, um, the the, co- the current coaching situation, that wasn't really anything that crossed my mind back then. Uh, I wish you know some of these things that I'm going to talk about today. Uh, I would have thought of, or my family would have thought of, uh, might have been made, might have made a different decision in regards to which college uh, I would have attended. So, current coaching situation is number one, but like I said, they're not in any specific order of importance. Just the first thing that we're talking about. The second thing I wrote down is the feel of the location. So, if you are a thrower from New York State and you want to get away from the snow, you know, going to a Division I or II college in the Northeast probably isn't going to be, 
you know, a, a top priority for you. Um, or if you're an athlete who lives in the South where you've never seen snow before, you know, coming up North, it might, that might not be uh, something that you're interested in either. Uh, so how do you feel when you, when you step foot on campus? Is the campus, uh, you know, two hours away from home, four hours away? Um, do you have to take, you know, a train or um, uh, fly into uh, an airport? You know, those are some things when we look at the, the feel of the location or, you know, how comfortable we feel about that. If we're only going to be two or three hours away, uh, location, that might not be a big deal. If you're in an area that's saturated with colleges, uh, kind of like Rochester, New York is, um, there's dozens of colleges uh, within uh, you know, a 45 mile radius of the city of Rochester that you can attend. Uh, so then, really, uh, the location is going to be pretty much the same. It's going to be cold in the winter. Uh, there's going to be snow on the ground possibly until the beginning of April. Um, so that's not really that wouldn't. I don't think that that would sway anybody whether they're going to attend uh, a college that's um, you know in, in northern Monroe County and southern Monroe County. Uh, where Rochester is located. Another thing with the location is how many undergrads, how many students are on campus. Uh, if you're going to be going to a, a college or university where there's 50,000 undergrads, um, well, then maybe developing a relationship with your professor is going to be much more difficult. Uh, you might be one person in a classroom of two or three or 400 students, other students. Uh, so if you're looking for more of a personal feel, uh, maybe going to a college where there's 10, 20, 30,000 students, you know, might, that might not be something that you're interested in. Maybe you want to go to a smaller college where there's going to be more of an opportunity to um, work closer with your professors and get to know uh, the faculty and staff on campus if, some, if that's something that you're interested in. Um, so the location... Um, the feel of the location, where's the location, uh, if you want to compete in, in warm weather climate all the time, or if you um, don't care where the location is, then how far away is it from your home? Maybe that might be something that we might take into consideration. Another one, um, number three, is your major. So most, and I'm just going to take a guess here, but I know at the Division three level, almost everyone has similar majors. Uh, psychology, communications, business, education, math, science, social studies, depending on what type of education uh, major you want to have. So the majors might not be as important to you because everyone has the same thing. Now, if you want to be an engineer, for example, and I was at a, a high school meet this February, and I was talking to uh, an athlete from a very small rural high school, um, who, who's a really good shot putter. And we were talking a little bit and, and, um, she was asking a lot of questions about NAS and the program and so on. And I asked her what she was interested in ma majoring in. And she says she wanted to be an engineer. Well, Nazareth doesn't have engineering. Um, so her coming to Nazareth probably wouldn't be the best decision for her to make because we don't have the major of what she's interested in studying and learning more about. Uh, and I wouldn't try and sell uh, a high school athlete on coming to our college if we don't have their major. I don't think that would be in the best interest 
of the athlete. That's just my opinion. Uh, but if you have somebody who wants to be an engineer and we don't have an engineering program, it's probably not the best. Similar to, uh, I was at a, a college meet or a high school meet, excuse me. I was talking to a high school thrower who's going to be a senior and I asked them what they were interested in majoring in in college after they um, you know, finished high school. And they said that they wanted to be a PE teacher. But that two of the, the major colleges that were looking at this particular athlete don't have PE as one of their majors. So to me, I was kind of like, okay, so you're looking at these colleges. Uh, they're going to offer you a little bit of a scholarship. However, they don't have the major of what you want to study. So if you want to be a PE teacher, uh, there's only so many colleges in New York State that you can go to to get a PE degree in an undergrad uh, situation. Now, you can always go back and get a master's degree in physical education, but it might be a little bit more difficult navigating the whole uh, New York State Department of Education uh, system. Now, I know a little bit more about that because I was a high school teacher before... Um, transitioning to to my position where I'm at right now. So um, so the New York State doesn't make it too easy for people um, if they go back later and decide that they want to have a different a different major, if they want to have a different certification. So if you want to be a teacher and the college that you're interested in going to doesn't have teaching, uh, that might not be may not be the best decision for you. Also with the major, what's the opportunity for job placement after graduation? So if you're going to a school that has 10,000 or 20,000 undergrads and you graduate, you know, what's the career development office like? How um, how much time would they'll be will they be able to invest in you um, as you are trying to navigate life after graduating from college? Is there somebody there that might know you on a personal level where you know, they might encourage you to stay in school and earn a graduate degree, depending on what type of career you want to get into. Or is there a good job placement program where you're able to try an internship for three or six, nine months to learn more about the particular field that you just earned a bachelor's degree in? Or do they have internship programs throughout the course of your college undergrad career? So, for example, if you're interested in being um, like say a teacher, uh, most most colleges have um, placements where you do field experiences. So your freshman or sophomore year, you get out into the field and you figure out, you know, teaching might not be the best thing for me or, oh, I really like this. Let me take some more classes. Let me learn more about what this whole teaching gig is all about. So the opportunity for job placement after graduation and even during with internships or field placements, that might be something that I'd be interested in looking at as well. And then also, you know, did you get an opportunity to meet with a professor or two? Did you get a chance to sit in on a class and learn more about your particular field, if that's something that you might be interested in? Uh, I'm not really sure how many people um, meet professors when they go on major recruiting um, trips. I know when I was at Fredonia, we tried to have uh, our recruits uh, sit in on classes um, of of somebody that has this particular major exam. So we had a lot of education uh, majors on our track team back then in the early 2000s. So we would try and have them sit in on a class, meet the professor, learn more about the education program that we had at Fredonia. So with major, a lot of the majors are going to be the same. They're going to be similar. 
what's going to be your best opportunity for job placement after you graduate from college, or what type of uh, internship uh, and field placement might you be able to participate in while you're there? And then do you get an opportunity to meet with the professors and sit in on a class or two? So that all falls under the, the category of major. Um, the fourth thing is team atmosphere. So if you're going to a major university or even a smaller D1 or D2 university, uh, what's the team atmosphere like? Uh, this kind of ties into the co- current coaching situation, but are you going into a situation where the director of track and field has been there for 25 years and that they're probably going to be there for the duration of your college career? Or is the head coaching position been something uh, where someone stays for three or four or five years and then they go to another college or university? You know, would that play a role in your decision when um, deciding what college you want to go to, the head coaching situation. Um, How about how many teammates do you have within the same event group? So if you're going to be a thrower, shot put discus thrower, uh, do you have two other teammates that are going to be joining you? Do you have 10 other shot putters and discus throwers that are going to be uh, there as well that you're going to be competing against for for travel spots? Um, Do you you practice with your... um, Gen, uh, opposite gender. So if you're a male thrower, do you practice with your female teammates and vice versa? Uh, that might be um, something that might sway someone in deciding which college they're going to go to. Uh, some colleges have two different event group coaches, uh, one for the men and one for the women. So is that something that might play a role in your decision. Um, How many other incoming freshmen will you have as teammates? So are you the only shot putter slash discus thrower enrolling in the fall, or are there five other uh, freshman throwers uh, enrolling of the same gender? That might make it, that might make your decision um, a little, a little more difficult if you know that there's going to be six or seven other people coming in on the same program. Uh, another piece would be uh, the success of the athletes on the team. So is this a team where uh, we have a lot of success in all the event groups, sprinters, jumpers, hurdlers, um, uh, distance runners, throwers, or is it uh, success of athletes? Is it in one particular event group? Like let's say pole vaulters and high jumpers, for example, or hurdlers and long jumpers. Uh, so that might play play a role into it as well. You know, how, how well-rounded and well-developed is the team? Uh, are you interested in going to a team where there's a good chance that you're going to be competing for a conference championship every year as a team? Or um, are you going to a team that's going to be competitive at the national level? So that might make a difference in where you choose to go. And then uh, something that maybe most people might not take into consideration, I'm not sure, is you know, when mingling with the current athletes on the team, you know, what do they think about the coaching staff? Do, get it, do they get along with the head coach? Uh, do they get along with um, the other event group coaches? Is it a fun atmosphere? Uh, you know, is it pretty easygoing? Is it very um, strict all the time? I mean, those are a lot of things that you might, might be difficult to, to grasp in a one-day um, visit or a two-night 
overnight stay depending on on how far away the college is uh, but just getting a feel of the team atmosphere is that is that a place that you think you would feel comfortable uh, spending the next four or five years of your life competing with those with your with your peers and competing um, with your coaches or for your coaches uh, so that's team atmosphere how many teammates within the, the same event group other incoming freshmen uh, the success of athletes on the team, and what other what the athletes uh, think about uh, in regards to the coaching staff, and then I have another category that I just called other, which really I guess would be everything else you can think of. So, uh, what type of dining hall food do they have? Is it really good or is it not so good? Um, usually, you can tell uh, when you go to you know if they take you to the dining hall for for breakfast, lunch, or dinner. You know, is the food going to be uh, something that's going to sway your decision one way or the other? How about housing? Um, will housing play a role in uh, you deciding where you're going to attend college? Uh, the conference that you're competing in. So if you're at a major conference, let's say, is it important for you to compete in the Big Ten, regardless of which Big Ten school you're going to? Or is it important for you to compete in the PEC um uh, Pac-12. Is it the Pac-12 now or Pac-10? I don't. I don't. Uh, I can't recall. Um, so is that important for you? Uh, is it important for you to compete in the MAC conference or the ACC? Um, is that important? Uh, another one is uh, the opportunity to come home. I guess this comes back to location, uh, but you know the the way the season is set up and the way the schedule is and whatnot. Um, do you have a lot of opportunities to come home, or is it only for uh, you know, Christmas, the holiday break, and uh, in the spring at the end of the end of the season. And then another thing that I could think of is the meet schedule. Now, if you're interested in going to a warm climate school, and a majority of your meets are going to be uh, in the south, uh, you know that might not make that much of a difference for you. Uh, but if you're at a school like, let's say, um, Syracuse or Ohio State or Michigan or Penn State or North Dakota or something like that, does the meet schedule play a role? Uh, if you uh, are going to a school where it snows all the time, however, you're going to be competing in warm weather uh, track meets throughout the whole course of the outdoor season, um, you know, does that play a role as well? And I guess that's just a jumbled category of other. I'm sure there's other things that I didn't take into consideration when putting together this this list, but I just wanted to get something out there about recruiting. So I thought, well, if somebody was interested in learning more about it, maybe I should put together uh, some of my thoughts um, on on the whole recruiting process. And again, really, this uh, this episode is more about you know all things being equal. If you're going to be uh, throwing at the Division One or Division Two level, and you have a scholarship in hand, so finances aren't going to play a role in your decision. What are the other factors? That might make uh, that might play a role in that decision. So, is it going to be the the, cur- the current coaching situation with your specific event coach? Is it going to be the feel? You know, how far away are you going to be from home? You know, how many students are on campus? Is it going to be the major? Uh, like I mentioned, a lot of Division One, Division Two schools have similar majors. So, is it going to be the best opportunity for job placement after graduation, or internship and field placement during school? Uh, do you get an opportunity to meet professors? Uh, if, you, if you're interested in building that relationship with them, uh, maybe go into a school that has 50 or 60,000 people 
might make that more difficult. But like I said, I don't know. I've never been to a school that had 50,000 undergrads. Um, the fourth piece was team atmosphere. You know, how many teammates are you going to have within your event group? Uh, are there other incoming freshmen uh, for your gender that you're going to be uh, competing against on your own team in order to travel with uh, the varsity team, I guess? Um, the success of athletes on the team? Are there pockets of athletes on campus or on the specific uh, track team uh, that have been successful year in and year out? So are there always really good hurdlers or long jumpers or triple jumpers or pole vaulters or javelin throwers? Um, and what do other athletes think about the coaching staff? So what do the jumpers think of the the throwing coach? What do the throwers think about the sprinting coach? You know, is that something that might play a factor in you making your decision on what college you're going to attend? Uh, and then others, everything else, really. Food housing, the conference that you might compete in, uh, your opportunities to come home um, during the semester, and then your meet schedule. But really what I think it might, everything kind of boils down to with uh, everything that I discussed before the other is really the relationship. You know, how well of a relationship are you able to establish with your event coach and how well of a relationship is that event coach able to establish with you and that short amount of time that you have to meet and discuss um, your career, your athletic career with them. Um, I think that that might be more important than some of the other things that I talked about, but again, I'm not sure. This is just from my perspective. But if you're able to, if you feel that you can trust and you develop some type of a bond with that coach, um, you know, maybe that might be the best decision for you in regards to what colleges you want to attend. You know, how well of a relationship do you think you'll be able to develop with that person? Um, you know, will that person be able to help you achieve your goals if that's something that you talk about on your recruiting trips? Um, so just something to keep in mind there. Uh, five really broad categories on the recruiting process at the collegiate level. Uh, thank you, everyone, for listening to uh, this bonus episode on recruiting. Uh, my name is Charles Inferna. Thank you very much and have a great day.